It's great to be back on Search the Scriptures today. We want to welcome all of our listeners again. We're so thankful to have this opportunity once more to study with you right from God's Word on Search the Scriptures. And we pray that as we do this each day, that your knowledge of God's Word is growing deeper and richer and fuller, more complete, and that that is enhancing your spiritual life, that you're growing stronger in your faith. That should happen because as we keep emphasizing, the scriptures themselves tell us that faith comes by hearing the word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. So your faith should be growing and we want to help you toward that end. And not just so that you can know more intellectually about what the Bible says, but that you can come closer and closer to God. And ultimately, we pray that you're going to make that decision to come to him for forgiveness and salvation through Jesus Christ as laid out in Scripture. You need to come to God his way. That is our prayer. And we pray that as we go through these studies each day, that we're helping you toward that goal. Heaven is too wonderful to miss. And certainly, hell is too awful to contemplate having to experience. Both are realities. Both are sure things, real places. But God has prepared heaven for you. He wants you to be there with him, and there's no need for you to miss it. Now, we'd like to send you a free Bible study. We offer this every day. No charge. We pay the postage. All you have to do is contact us and ask us for it. At the end of the program today, as we always do, we'll tell you how to contact us and ask for that free Bible study. So have a pencil or a pen and a piece of paper ready. We'll give you that information at the end of the program today. Great to be back with Dennis Stackhouse today. Thank you, Gary. It's wonderful for me to be on the program today with you. And I'd like to add my word of welcome to all of our listeners. We are so appreciative that you've tuned in to Search the Scriptures. And as always, we do hope and we do pray that the time we spend together in God's Word is going to be helpful for you, it's going to benefit you, and it's going to encourage you in your life. And you know, as you mentioned, Gary, it is so important for each one of us as an individual not just to have a knowledge of God's Word, an intellectual grasp of it, so to speak. The primary purpose of that Word is for each and every one of us as an individual to understand it, to know it, and then to make a personal application in our lives. That's what every one of us should be striving for, that's what every one of us should be studying God's word in order to accomplish. We need to conduct ourselves in a way that's consistent with what God has laid out for us in his word so that we can be assured of that heavenly home that you spoke about. And you know, the Bible study that you mentioned, that's a great way for people to get into God's word. You can sit down with these studies on an individual basis. You can take your time with it. You can go through the scriptures one by one from God's word and find out exactly what they're teaching you. So again, if you have a desire to do that, we'd certainly encourage you to take advantage of this free offer. Yes, and very systematic kind of study. It is. Easy to understand right from God's word. Yes. Dennis, we're going to finish up this study that we're going through right now. We've been looking at this over the last several days. Mm -hmm. We want to conclude this with today's program. We're talking about some sure things. Yes, we are. Now, we've 
made the point, we've tried to emphasize that we like things to be sure <laughs> in our lives. We do for a fact. We want to have that security. We want to know for mm -hmm. sure that something is going to happen the way that we expect it to happen. That's right. That's why we take out insurance policies. That's mm -hmm. why we try to make sure all the T's are crossed and the I's are dotted before mm -hmm. we sign the bottom line, so to speak. And mm -hmm. we, wanna, we don't want to be caught by surprise. That's right. Uh, insurance is one aspect of life where we really do want to have surety. And another one, of course, is the financial side of life. We take out things like stocks and bonds. We get involved in 401ks, IRAs, Roths, other types of retirement uh, instruments so that we can be sure at some point in time we'll have enough money accumulated that we can retire comfortably if that's our desire. Yes, yes. And, you know, we, we don't like, I mean, a lot of people, they hesitate from undergoing some particular kind of surgery, even yeah. though the doctor might say, you really need to have this done. Mm -hmm. But we're not sure, you see. That's right. That it's going to work out exactly the way the doctor expects it to work out. And, of mm -hmm. course, we've all known people for whom it did not work out. That's right. And for many of these surgeries, our medical professionals cannot give us a 100% guarantee. Yes. In fact, probably for most of them, most all of them, they'd say, no, I cannot guarantee this 100%, right. but the extreme likelihood is that it's going to work out very well. That's correct. Well, we've heard people, heard of people, we've known people who have had back surgeries and came out of the surgery and their back still hurt. That's right. And people who went and had a knee replaced and they came out of the surgery and their knee still hurt. Maybe they still couldn't walk. Yes. And we could go on and on like That's that. Right. Some people went into surgery and never woke up. That's right. They died on the operating table. And so that's a scary proposition. It's, it's an uncertainty. We don't like that. That's right. Well, we're talking about some sure things. Mm -hmm. Now, in this life, from a physical perspective, and that's kind of what we've been illustrating here, there really is no sure thing. No, there isn't. No sure thing. No. We simply have to read history, and some of us can actually remember back in history mm -hmm. to know that things change. That's right. Just go to any printer who prints maps and ask him, when was the latest update of the world globe? <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're going to get a number of different responses to that, I suspect, because as you said, things do change on a very regular basis. Sure. Even the boundaries and the names of nations are constantly in flux. That's right. Uh, that's just a very basic fundamental illustration. It is. Things are always changing. Mm -hmm. Governments are always changing. Yes. Economies are always rising and then mm -hmm. shrinking mm -hmm. and in some cases collapsing. Yes, that's true. It's just on and on and on. That's right. Now, we can be sure of some things though. Yes, from a spiritual standpoint. That's where the surety is. Indeed. From the, on the spiritual side of life, we can be sure of some things. Mm -hmm. Now, so far, we've noted that we can be sure that your sins will find you out. And that's absolutely right. It's guaranteed. 
Numbers chapter 32, verse 23. Mm -hmm. Sin is a reality, and as a reality of sin, God holds us accountable. He does. We're going to be sure, we need to be sure that our sins will find us out. Mm -hmm. Now in connection with that, the wages of sin is death. Mm -hmm. So unless the Lord comes again, we can all be sure that we're going to die physically. That's also correct, yes. Unless the Lord comes again first, physical death is a reality. Yes. There's nothing we can do to prevent it. No, we can't. We can take all the right pills, all the right vitamins. We can eat all the right food. We can exercise in all the right ways at the right times. We can see the doctors and get checkups and do all the things that we can think of and imagine to do to enhance and extend our life and enrich it, mm -hmm. but we're still going to die physically. Yes, we are. Our body's going to wear out. Mm -hmm. We're going to die. Yes. It's a sure thing. Now, in our last couple of programs, we noted also that following death, there is another sure thing that's going mm -hmm. to take place. Yes, and that is there will be a judgment. A final day of judgment. Mm -hmm. No question about it. No. The fact that God raised Jesus from the dead after the crucifixion. Mm -hmm. The Apostle Paul says in Acts chapter 17, verses 30 and 31, establishes with certainty mm -hmm. that that day will come. That's right. And of course, then the Apostle Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 10, that we will all stand before the judgment seat of Christ and mm -hmm. give account of the things that we have done in this body, in this world, in this physical life, whether good or bad. And when Paul said, all will stand before the judgment seat, no one is excluded. Nobody's left out. That's right. Everyone, mm -hmm. you and me, mm -hmm. each one of our listeners today, That's right. and everybody else, out there in the world, mm -hmm. living today, whoever will live and whoever has lived mm -hmm. will stand before that judgment seat That's of our correct. Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yes. Now, let's look at one more as we close this particular study. Let's turn to 2 Peter chapter 3 and verse 10. There we read, But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in which the heavens will pass away with a great noise, and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Both the earth and the works that are in it will be burned up. That final day of judgment is coming. This world, as we know it, is coming to an end. Yes. On that day, Dennis, there will be no more atheists. No, there won't be. And I don't mean that all the atheists will be destroyed or they'll all be burned up or they'll all be shot down or annihilated or killed. That's not what I'm talking about at all. Mm -hmm. I mean, there will be nobody left not believing mm -hmm. in God and in Jesus Christ. That's right. They're going to see him. Going to see him. Mm -hmm. It will be reality That's for them. There will be no more questions whether God exists. Mm -hmm. He exists. Mm -hmm. And he will make himself not just apparent, but he will present himself, his reality, absolutely in the open at that time. That's right. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Mm -hmm. The Lord is coming again to judge the world, mm -hmm. and there will be no doubters after that. So if you have any doubts now, on that day, you will be certain 
that God exists. Mm -hmm. It is and will be a sure thing. In James chapter 2 and verse 19, what do we read? You believe that there is one God. You do well. Even the demons believe and tremble. I've always been struck by that particular verse, Dennis. You're talking about some of the most unlikely beings in existence, and yet they have certainly some of the strongest faith as to the reality of God. Absolutely. Uh, and you know, it, it's interesting to me as well, Gary, there are several accounts throughout the gospel writings where we find this very thing pointed out where Jesus is encountering someone who is said to have an unclean spirit. And in some cases, they will recognize who Jesus is and say something to the effect, what have we to do with you, son of God? They know who Jesus is. They know who God is. There's no doubt in their minds. And yet they're demons in and hell. And yet they're demons, that's right. In hell. Yes. Now, and I've tried to emphasize this many times in teaching, there's nobody any more certain of the existence of God than the demons in hell. Yeah. In fact, James says they are so certain that they tremble at the reality. Yes, that's right. They believe. Mm -hmm. How slick the devil is that he has been able to cloud the vision and the understanding of so many people who still are alive in mm -hmm. this world mm -hmm. into disbelieving. Yeah. It's really telling when you realize that those individuals who are on Satan's side are among the most ardent believers that exist. Yes. And, you know, you know some people would say, well, you know, ignorance. They would plead ignorance as some kind of defense. Mm -hmm. And yet Paul said that ignorance is no longer a defense. Oh, no, not at all. And in the first chapter of Romans, about verses 19 and 20, if I recall, he speaks to the fact that people who do not believe in God are without excuse. Yes. The evidence of God is all around us. In the very fact of the creation. Yes. Now, I know that, again, the devil has been so skillful in clouding people's vision into thinking that somehow this can all be explained. This, this amazing creation mm -hmm. that works together so well, so synchronously, mm -hmm. somehow it can be explained by mere chance and coincidence in a way that really makes no sense. I've said many times... I believe it would take more faith to accept the theories of evolution than to believe in God as the creator of the universe. I, I think you're right. It really is a blind leap in the dark no doubt to about believe it. that all of this just happened by coincidence with no designer. Yeah, really a wild, a wild imagination. It really is. Mm. Now, some people would, they would protest, say, no, it's scientific. No, it's not scientific. No. Science does not support it. Not at all. You cannot get something from nothing. You cannot get life from non-life. Mm -hmm. 
And that's exactly, basically, what science, or not, not, not what science, what the disbelievers are trying to sell you. Mm-hmm. That something came from nothing, that mm-hmm. life came from non-life. Yes. Does not make sense. No, it doesn't. There will be no doubters in the final day of judgment. No. The reality of God is a sure thing mm-hmm. and will be sure to everybody on that day. Mm-hmm. In Romans chapter 14, verses 11 and 12, what do we read? For it is written, as I live, says the Lord, every knee shall bow to me and every tongue shall confess to God. So then, each of us shall give account of himself to God. Now, I like that word, shall. Yes. There. Mm-hmm. Every knee shall bow. Mm-hmm. Every tongue shall confess. Right. Each of us shall give account of mm-hmm. himself to God. That's right. This is a word of certainty. It is indeed. Not of suggestion mm-hmm. or of possibility. It is a word of certainty. Yes, it is. It's a word that is expressing something that is sure, a sure thing. It is. This will happen. Mm-hmm. It's interesting how so many times in God's word we find situations like this, Gary, where something yet future is spoken of as if it's already occurred. And it's because of the fact that it is so sure. There's no doubt that it's going to occur. And of course, that is because God is behind the foretelling or the prophecy. That's right. And there comes back to the reality of God again, Mm -hmm. the certainty, the surety that God exists. Mm -hmm. Let's look at Philippians chapter 2 and read verses 9 through 11, if you would, please. Therefore God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. On that day when the Lord is revealed in his fullness, Mm -hmm. when the day of judgment will not be able to be denied Mm -hmm. when the existence of God can no longer be denied or in some way questioned. There will be no more question about it. Oh, no. On that day, there will also be no more reason for people to not admit the reality of what they have already always denied. Yes, and that is that God is real, mm-hmm. that Jesus is our Savior, right, and that there is an eternity, mm-hmm. and that heaven is a real place, and that hell is a real place. Yes, there will be no more denying. No, be impossible at that point. And then, can you imagine? Can you imagine the disappointment? The despair of all of those who have failed and or refused to submit to their Lord and Savior, to believe in God, all of a sudden finding themselves in a position 
of not being able to deny or disbelieve any longer. Mm -hmm. And then bowing their knee, confessing their faith or confessing the name of Christ. But from what we can read in scripture, all of that being done, no more denying. Mm -hmm. Now absolutely openly admitting the reality of God and of Christ but that seemingly being too late. Yes. Hard to imagine what would be going through someone's mind at that point. How many times have we found ourselves in similar positions from a human perspective in this life? We've denied something, we fought against it, we've refused to believe in it, only to ultimately be confronted with its reality. Mm. And then, sadly, we have to admit what we had been denying, what we had been turning away from, what we had been refusing to accept. Mm -hmm. But that's from a physical perspective. Correct. That's bad enough. Yes, it is. But what we're talking about here is spiritual and eternal, mm -hmm. and the consequences are everlasting. Yes, never ending. How sad, how tragic mm. to go until that final day denying what is real mm -hmm. and then being confronted with the reality that we have denied mm -hmm. and being forced to admit I was wrong. Yes. I was wrong. Now I see. Now I cannot deny any longer. Now I believe. But from what the scriptures seem to indicate, all of that, too late. Yes. Don't let it be too late for you, my friend. You have the opportunity to change your life if that's what needs to be done because you're still alive right now. Take advantage of all that God offers you in his word, and that is forgiveness and salvation through Jesus Christ and the promise of eternal life. Contact us right now and ask for that free Bible study and you can learn how that reality can be your reality and that study is free. Contact us right now.